Hey friend, you are listening to the By His Grace podcast. I'm your host, Misty Phillip. Thank you for joining me today. I welcome Fred Stoker for a conversation unlike any I've ever had on this podcast. Today, we are talking about sexual immorality and overcoming pornography addiction. I want to just put a little warning out here. If you have small children with you, you may want to to listen to this at another time. I just wanted to let you know of the content that we are going to be talking about on this episode. Fred wrote the book, Every Man's Battle and Every Young Man's Battle, that is now in its 20th year anniversary and has sold over a million copies worldwide. He's on the show today to talk about about Battle On, Battle Over. It's his new book that is talking about overcoming sexual immorality, how every man and woman can find permanent and total victory in sexual purity. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Fred Stoker, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so delighted to have you here with me today. I'm just very happy to be here, Misty. It's been uh, something we've been planning for a while, and I'm glad I'm here. Yes, me too. So we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about a book, that a new book that you have, Battle On, Battle Over, How Every Man and Woman Can Find Permanent and Total Victory in Sexual Purity. And this stemmed from a personal struggle that you had several years ago that led you to write a very popular book, Every Man's Battle and Every Young Man's Battle. So why don't we, why don't we start there? Why don't we start with with your story and kind of what led you on this journey to begin with. Okay. Yeah. When I, uh, I grew up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and then I uh, headed out to Stanford university. And uh, when I got to Stanford, what happened was sports, which had been my identity kind of got taken away. And, and within, I suppose within about a year, I I was really hooked on porn. I was drinking heavily, chasing girls, really looking for love, I guess is the best way to say it, because I was so, so lonely. And um, the weird thing was, is that by one year out of college, I had four girlfriends. I was sleeping with three of them and engaged to be married to two of them. So, you know, I I just was searching, searching, uh, but like a gerbil on a wheel. And the funny thing was, is that the more girlfriends I had, the more lonely I was. I just could not, I was not finding what I needed. I was not a Christian. And that's basically the place I was searching for to take care of my pain inside. Then there was a night that I was in my office. I was a stockbroker and everyone else had left. And um, I was just sitting down looking out the window at a typical California sunset. And um, as I watched that sunset, I sensed the Lord and he introduced himself to me essentially. And he showed me what my life had become. And it was so overwhelming. I kind of burst into tears and all I could do was bow my head and um, say, Lord, I'm ready to work with you if you're ready to work with me. And uh, that's where my entire life began to change. Now, the pornography, the sexual sin, that did not stop right away. But I did begin to get heavily into church. I began to learn. And about a year after that, I met my wife, Brenda, and uh, we got married. 
another seven years after or seven months after that. So I thought that marriage would take care of my sexual sin. It did not. And I didn't realize really what's behind that sin. Uh, I didn't realize that there are habits that, you know, a guy like me had gotten to the point where I was medicating any pain in my life with pornography, with sexual sin. And I didn't realize then that obviously when I take that into marriage, just having sex regularly with my wife is not going to change a thing. I was using that to deal with other issues. And so what happened was, as I got into marriage, I realized that the sexual sin was impacting our relationship together. And there just came a point where I finally knew I had to engage that battle because I, Brenda didn't deserve, I mean, she was a virgin when we got married. She's very pure. She didn't deserve to have me bringing this kind of junk into our lives together, even though she didn't know about it. And so I engaged the battle. I fully expected to lose. It was such a horrendous thing, uh, had me by the throat. But against all odds, I won because of the Lord. And, and he began to show me what I needed to do to break free. And the main thing that he showed me at first was to control my eyes and my mind. Uh, so that, first of all, I wasn't looking at things that would bring more lust into my life. And then also so that I um, wasn't lusting over thoughts came from those things. And so he taught me how to bounce my eyes away from the sensual things in my environment and also how to starve my mind of that lust. And I got almost entirely free from that. In my first book, Every Man's Battle and Every Young Man's Battle, they talked about the eyes and the mind and how to put those defenses into place. So that's my story kind of in a nutshell. And then there's a couple of things I want to just stop here and kind of camp on for just a second. One, you had that God shaped hole in your heart that we look for things to try to fill that nothing else in this world will fill. And so, so I just want the listeners to understand that if you don't know the Lord that, and then you're searching for something, nothing is going to fill that until you surrender to the Lord. And then the second thing is, is that he reveals himself to us in so many beautiful ways. For you, it was through a sunset. And that doesn't mean that our, our sin life is just instantly like, I, I'm, a, I'm a new believer and so my sin all goes away. No, this is a sanctification process that yes. the Lord is gentle and kind and loving with us. And he will help us to overcome any struggle that we have, whether it's sexual immorality, pornography, no matter what the struggle is, as long as we are giving that battle to him. So I I love I love that part of your testimony. But you said that there are are some some trigger things that that trigger, but then, then I love that you said, but God trained me not to yes. look. God God will give us the tools that we need in order to overcome any battle that we face. That's that's absolutely true. And the thing about it is is that we need to be humble enough to pick up those tools and use them. I know that there were a lot of people back then in my life. I'm not, I mean, I was just another guy in the street back then. It wasn't like I'd written any books or anything like that. And as I would tell people about the process of guarding my eyes and guarding my mind, a lot of guys just said, that's impossible. That won't work. And honestly, like I said, I wasn't sure it was going to work either. 
But the one thing I was at that point was completely humble uh, and completely ready to listen to whatever God had to say because he made me, he knows how I'm made, and he certainly knows how I can defend myself. And so a lot of times guys, they just aren't willing to discipline themselves. They they look at it and they say, well, that's the flesh to to defend myself. That's the flesh to discipline myself. Well, no, no, it's not. That's part of the Christian life. You can go anywhere in the Bible and see that, you know, Peter will say, make every effort to be found blameless. Well, who's making that effort? Well, that's me. And I need to be ready to make that effort, do whatever I can to follow God's ways. And he obviously does the rest. He's the one that cleaned my heart up and even made me want to desire purity in the first place. Yes. Yeah. And and the word also says to deny yourself, deny yourself. Exactly. Pick up Not your very cross good, and, and follow yep. me. Yeah. So I love that you talk about guarding your eyes and your mind because, you know, and men are very visual. And so that that is a, a battle and a struggle because everything that is made on on television the way people dress just everywhere you go right there's there is temptation everywhere and i think this is really an important i'm so glad that you wrote the book for young men too because yes. this is a lifestyle that we have to lead i'm a mom of boys and so you know <laughs> i when the boys were growing up i always wore long dresses because i wanted to model for them a purity and for the type of women that they would seek in in their lives I wanted to show them that you know and but it, it's it's something that is not just for men it's for women too we definitely in the culture in the world that we live in we have a very very real enemy who comes to steal kill and destroy and so we have to be very intentional about what we what we watch, what we read, where our minds go. We now have the world with the phone in our hands. Yes, we can access yes, with just a click away. And so yes. practically, how can we train our minds? Because I think that this is applicable to anyone, whether they're struggling with pornography or not, just to train their minds. The word says that we should be thinking on things above. But what are some practical ways that we can do that? Well, as I mentioned, every man's battle and every uh, every young man's battle, they give practical steps on how to defend the eyes. And, you know, there's a, when I first started, I mean, what I did is I, I found the six things that were, uh, that would trip me up the most as I would go through my day, whether it be joggers running down the street or you know, receptionists in buildings with tight clothes, because I was a sales rep, I was going in places like that. And I just taught myself to look away, I would know when they're going to bend over, uh, I would know, you know, when, when they might be going to a filing cabinet, and I'd see them from the backside, and I would just turn my eyes away. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to think about it. I know, that women have told me that when they read Every Young Man's Battle, it really changed the way the things they did with their eyes, even though they're not as visual as men are. And I would really recommend, uh, you know, if you're interested to pick up a copy of Every Man's Battle, we just finished a 20th anniversary copy of it. And it's now out everywhere that books are sold. And there's a lot of training in there, especially of how the mind works how the uh, neural pathways work when you're looking at porn and and how it actually drives you 
to look for more porn down the road. I mean, it, it literally it makes it darker, it, right? Yeah, like it, like it, it burns out the the receptors in your brain. From my understanding, I haven't read the book, but if you tell me if I'm wrong, and then it there's like almost like this increasing desire for more. So maybe you start off with one thing, and it becomes more graphic and more graphic and more graphic. It's just like sin, right? We get a little exactly. bit of sin, and then if we allow that sin and we don't deal with that sin, then it becomes more sin and it becomes greater and greater. Yes, that's exactly right. And and actually what it does in uh, male sexuality especially is that men have two pleasure centers for sexuality in their brain. One is the uh, one that God intends to be dominant. It's the one that you feel that consuming peace when you have sex, for instance, with your wife and uh, how it feels afterwards. But then there's also the pleasure center that is more of the... Um, thinking about sex, you know, lusting and uh, imagining what it's going to be like when you get that new pornography uh, site or whatever it might be. And what happens when we look at porn over time is um, that second pleasure center actually becomes dominant. And that's one of the reasons why we have uh, ED epidemic among 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds right now, even Christians, because they're looking so much at porn that it's changed the way their mind works. And now they're, it's more focused on that. Instead of uh, completion, it's focused on intensity. And it, what happens is a, a, a woman can't actually take them to the levels that they uh, are getting to with a computer. You have to understand that no woman is tied in to my nervous system. Okay, so there's no way she's going to be able to do for you what a computer can do. And so what happens is we literally break our sexuality. And in my experience, it takes about nine months of a guy stopping pornography before he literally can have sex with a real flesh and blood woman again. So we're talking about some serious things. A lot of people feel like pornography is just another form of entertainment, but that's just so bogus. It's, it's way beyond that. Yeah. It will break your sexuality. It will break down your relationship with your wife and you can't afford to have it in your life. So when we're talking about the visual side, I call that the first vulnerability in our sexuality. That has to be defended. As you said, Misty, you've got the phone. Anywhere you go, people are dressed inappropriately. And uh, if you don't train your eyes, you're going to continue to lose. That's just the way it is because we are visual. There is a second vulnerability, though, uh, which is the reason why I wrote Battle On, Battle Over, it's a vulnerability that ties our sexuality really to our emotions and to our pain and our wounds. And uh, what I found is that once I got my eyes and mind under control, I had thought that that was going to be the end of my battle, but actually it only took me 85% of the way, I would guess. Uh, there could be a number of things that are driving pain in your life. And a lot of times what we do is we use masturbation to medicate that pain. I mean, the chemistry is very real. Uh, it's dopamine and dopamine is a um, it's a chemical, it's a reward chemical, they call it in the brain. And the interesting thing about dopamine is it not only is very strong and makes you want to experience it again, it literally retrains the uh, neural pathways in your brain so that you, it's more likely for you to fall in the future. And so um, one of the things I understood at that time is I need to find, I needed to find a different way to deal with my stress uh, and with my father wounds. And um, 
what I found, Misty, was as I would feel that pressure, if I would turn to the Lord in prayer and worship instead of turning to my own self and my pleasuring, it would take that pressure away without me sinning. Same thing was true with father wounds. The closer I got to the father in worship and prayer, the less I felt disconnected and in pain and broken. And the more I felt like I could stand and that I did belong in the world of men. And before long, and it was a very short time, my desire for masturbation completely went away because I no longer had pain to medicate. I was dealing with it as real men do. Uh, we turn to the Lord in prayer. We stand like men and fight. And uh, that's when I got to the point where I was 100% free. And Misty, I like to say this, even though it sounds weird to people, it's been well over 30 years now since I've masturbated. I mean, it's, and in fact, it's been over 30 years since I've even looked for something on a television or a computer to lust over. Now that's freedom. And that's the kind of freedom that God wants us to have. Absolutely. And I would just, from my own personal experience with my husband, I can attest to to what you're saying. For him, his struggle with pornography began when we had a special needs son and who was in and out of the hospital. And my husband had no control over that situation. And he had a colleague at work who introduced him to pornography. He worked in IT, so he was always on the computer. And that yes. was almost like it was something that he could control, right? Because he couldn't control what was happening with our son. And so, yes, once he dealt with that as well, you know, it's been, you know, 25 years and, you know, he's he's struggle free. But it's also because over time, the, the his relationship with the Lord, because it, it was causing a problem. And this is not just a problem for men. This is a problem increasingly for women as well. And isn't yes. that part of why you wrote this new book, Battle On, Battle yes. Over? Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, absolutely count on it. I mean, I've wanted to get to that. The thing is, that's one of the reasons, of course, that my wife, Brenda, has written this book with me. It's not just Fred Stoker writing to men this time. This time it's Fred and Brenda Stoker, a married couple for over 40 years, writing to men and women together. Now, we are right now going through something that's brand new in the history of the world, as far as we can tell. We are seeing absolute uh, wave of sexual sin and porn addiction, literal porn addiction in women for the first time in history. And, you know, I'm old enough to have remembered Playgirl magazine, which is the sister magazine of Playboy. And of course, men, they love static pictures of naked women, just a woman there on a page. That's all we need because we're very visual. But women, they don't get turned on by static pictures of naked men in general, okay? And Playgirl magazine went out of business because static pictures of naked people, that's not something women are into. However, they do have a vulnerability in their sexuality, just like we do as men. It's the same one I just talked about. Uh, it's tied to their wounds, their feelings of loneliness and disconnection. And the reason is, is that female sexuality, where male sexuality is visual, female sexuality is intensely relational. I mean, if you 
they're not anywhere near as interested in your six-pack abs as they are in your personality and how you connect with them. So here's what the pornographers finally learned, and they couldn't do this really until streaming uh, streaming um, technology came about. And this is what they did. They took their pornography and they tied romantic themes to it. And so uh, I was talking to a girl up at a Canadian Bible school once, and this is what she said to me. She said, you know, I first went to look at some porn just to see what this is all about, because all the guys were talking about it. And uh, I saw it and it had romance to it. It was a interesting storyline to me as a as a girl. And she said, uh, that's all it took to hook me. And because once I started pleasuring myself like that with the chemistry you know i i was really lonely i i had moved a couple of provinces away to go to this school is in canada as i said and she said i can't stop now because it's the thing that keeps my that empty place medicated and and see that's the thing that we're seeing with women once they get started in uh, in the porn with the romantic themes whether it's 50 shades of gray or whatever else it might be they get hooked too because that same chemistry with the dopamine uh, begins to take place and it drives them to want it more and more and whenever you're in the same similar situation in front of your computer, that sort of thing, uh, there is a memory, kind of a memory tie that makes you think about doing it again because your brain wants that dopamine. So that's what's happening. Okay. And so now we have this situation where both men and women can be hooked on porn because of the medication it provides to the loneliness, the disconnection and the wounds in their life. And of course, when you're living in a culture with you know, all the divorce we have and, and all the broken marriages, there are a lot of girls that have a lot of father wounds too. And, uh, you know, they're going off to college, they're broken, they're empty, they're disconnected, they're lonely, and they can get hooked on porn that same way. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you wrote this book, Battle On, Battle Over, because I want people to know that there can be victory in over-sexual impurity. And that's what this book is all about. So thank you for the work that you've done in this area. Thank you for Brenda coming alongside you and for speaking in to to this topic. We're going to put links to all of your books, including this new one in the show Mm -hmm. notes and along with the resources for people to find you. And I would just like to conclude with this final word that pornography will destroy you. It will destroy your marriage. We are living in a time and an hour where we have to keep ourselves pure. So Fred, you know, take the last word and, and drive us home here. You know, the Lord wants us free. That's just the bottom line. And if you open your heart to him and you humble yourself to follow his ways, you will be free. And we're talking not just a little free, but completely free. You owe that to your spouse. You owe that to your children. And above all, you owe that to the Lord. Uh, He wants you to be free and you can be free. Amen. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for being a guest on By His Grace today. Thank you. 
Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, theworshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there.